It's your Kali. What's up? The following program was brought to you by Yolo Kali. Keeping it weird since 1997. Oh. Who's that? Who are you? You're not allowed to be in here. Hey, yo, somebody get their grandma. Huh? Ah! Ah! Nah, you gotta do it like this. What's Up is back with another two hours of fully youth-produced content, tapping into the matters and concerns of youth in Chicago. As well as all the crazy, wacky, tea-sipping, gossip-spilling, weird shenanigans that we, youth, get up to. Listen to your own risk, because your mind might explode. The chances are low, but never zero. So strap in, and let's get into the show! Welcome to our final performance of La Mesita Season 11. You're listening to WLPN LP 105.5 Lumpen Radio, Chicago. We are currently broadcasting from our spring final exposition here at Yola Gali Art Reach. Thank you all so much for being here. My name is Asin and I'm here with Juno. And today we have a special guest. Since his 2019 debut, Bad Mosh, Chicago-based producer Lapgan has been remixing Indian music. For his most recent album, Dunya Kyahe, Lapgan mostly uses music from Pakistan and India. He creates intricately layered down-tempo rhythms by studying the soundtracks of Lollywood and Bollywood films. The soundtrack to a fabled fight Durga doesn't approve is ominous trip-hop with grotesque percussion and unsettling atmospheres. On Miss Lovely, a lengthy, melancholy, jazz-heavy suite that resembles the score of an Indian noir film, Lapgan adds another layer of trip-hop. Lapgan's exploration of these temples in so many different ways throughout shows that producers have barely begun to scrape the surface of South Asian music. Now, with all that being said, let's meet our guest for today. What's up? What's up? Hello and welcome, Lapgang. Thank you for joining us today, and we're very grateful to speak with you and have you on our show. Thank you very much. I'm grateful to be here as well. Before we get started, how are you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. Yeah, feeling pretty, pretty good, I would say. So, like, before we start with everything, how do you do your hair? Because it's so fabulous. Oh, thank you so much. That's a good question, actually. Um, actually, I haven't cut my hair since COVID, and so I never used to have hair like this. And then, yeah, COVID happened, and I just stopped cutting it. And, you know, every day is different. Sometimes it, like, turns out nice. Sometimes it's okay. I shampoo probably, like, two to three times a week. But, yeah, n- no products, really. Oh, it's all natural. That's cool, actually. I thought you would use products or something. Yeah. But Sometimes a little coconut oil or something, but that's about it. Interesting. Like, do you use, like, like curling cream to help it, like, curl? Nah. <laughs> this is, it just curls on its own. It's got a mind of its own. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we could get started with the questions now. What is your favorite thing about your culture? Dang, that's a good question. Um, so many things. It's really hard to choose one. I think probably like the family-oriented aspect of everything, I think more than anything, is um, just kind of like the close-knit families and, and all that. But yeah, I don't know. The music, the art, the food, everything really. I, I, I love it. That's cool. Yeah. Can you tell us about the importance of incorporating culture in your art? Yeah, this is also another good question. Um, yeah, for me, you know, I guess, like, I don't really, like, think too much into it. I think when I first started making this and, like, incorporating Indian and Pakistani samples, it was kind of like, I don't know, I just, like, felt something when I was when I was hearing this music and, like, just kind of, like, I was just gravitated to it, towards it and... I think initially it was just like kind of just flowing and just like letting things happen. And now I think, um, I guess it's just cool to kind of archive and like re, um, reimagine some of the art that's been, you know, shared for, for a long time. And so, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of dope art, so it's cool to share it with the world. And I'm glad that, you know, more people are listening to and, and showing respect to South Asian artists. Interesting. What made you start beat making? Like what age, first tools? Uh, what was your music scene like growing up? 
All right, this is a good question too. Um, I think I first started making beats like 10 years ago. Um, my my cousin was also a beat maker and he like was making like brain dance, like electronic music. And so I never really, I, I've always been a music fan, like listening to music growing up, like, but I never really thought about making music. Like I played piano, but he started like making music on Ableton and he, st he showed me how to do it. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then around the same time, I was listening to like a lot of Flying Lotus and Toki Monster. And, like it was like, I think like 2010, like 2011, 2012, something like that. But like the the beat scene was like burgeoning in, in LA and like low end theory was kind of happening. And that was like very inspiring to me. I think like I just would like sit in my room and just like listen to like beats for hours and hours and hours and then yeah, started started messing around with it myself, and uh, yeah, it's been like ten years now, just like practicing as much as I can, trying to get better. But yeah, just having fun with it. Ten years is a long time. I don't think I could mm. do that. <laughs> yeah, ten years. I guess it's been ten years. But I, if you love something, then I mean, you're gonna keep doing it. I think. What does the process of beat making and putting together a set look like? Cool question. All right, so beat making, for me, all my stuff is like pretty much sample based, so the, the majority of it is all sample based. So like it usually starts with me listening to a record or listening to, you know, some old stuff on YouTube and like kind of just, sometimes just listening for fun, sometimes I'm like digging, like listening for like, all right, I'm trying to make something and like, you'll hear like a break or you'll hear like a melody or a vocal chop or something like that and like, inspiration kind of just comes and like then you get started with it and um yeah and then like it's just flow for me it's like i think like once i get the first idea i just start creating and um if things go well it comes out good but you know a lot of times it doesn't you just gotta it's kind of a grind for me at least uh i may i, I spent a lot of time doing it and yeah just get into the flow state and then um live sets i'm, I'm just kind of like have, I don't have too much experience with them. I'm, I'm just starting to do more of them. So the set I'm going to do later is like, it's like only the second iteration of like the type of live set that I've ever done. So it should be a fun kind of little experiment. But basically, um, I just kind of deconstruct all my songs into like their bass parts, like, you know, bass, drums, vocals, melodies, all that. And then, um, yeah, kind of just like live remix and mess around and kind of, experiment and yeah we'll see what happens i'm still i'm still working on it i'm still trying to you know refine my life set but yeah right now just having fun with it we've noticed on your instagram and music videos you like incorporating bollywood and lollywood into your visuals why yeah i think um i don't know there's like something really beautiful especially about the old bollywood like the new bollywood like every era of bollywood has like a different feel to it i think it's like a different vibe and like the old stuff like 60s 70s 80s i don't know man like the the just like the quality like the vintage feel of of the clips and like the coloring and i don't know it's it's all dope it's just super cool um and i think i don't know i think when i first started making beats i just wanted to kind of have like a cool visual component to go with it um so yeah that was just like for fun and uh yeah, also just like to share, like I think as you as you mentioned earlier about like sharing the culture. So it's another aspect of of our culture that I think is pretty dope. So you know, remixing and showing it. Yeah, I, when I was watching all of your music videos, um, I could not stop looking at the screen. <laughs> like the whole time, I was just zoning out because it's like hypnotizing, kind of. I don't know. It's really nice to look at. That's true. Yeah, it's like it's very like the style of it and like how it could be different in different cultures. It's like it's nice because like I know their outfits are like very very pretty. The outfits are dope. Yeah, they got really really cool outfits. Yeah, like that's another thing. Indian fashion is you know it's in its own lane, but I think it's it's definitely influencing people around the world. But uh, yeah, like Indian clothes are beautiful colorful elaborate do you have any favorite directors or bollywood films uh okay good question um i think 
directors. I like Inaritu a lot. Yeah, he's probably one of my favorites. I forget the guy's name, but the guy who did um, Triangle of Sadness, Force Majeure, and The Square. I don't know his name, but those I think those are the three movies he directed. I like that. I like him. Um, but yeah, Indian films. Um, yeah, I grew up in the '90s, so watching '90s Bollywood was really was really. Oh, actually, sorry. There's one more person, Satyajit Rai. He's a he's an he's an Indian director who directed stuff way back in the day. So that was like those are some old, you know, a lot of black and white stuff, kind of like really uh, kind of deep realistic films. But uh, yeah, in the 90s, I mean, I grew up on like 90s Bollywood rom-coms. Like that's like, that's what we grew up on. Like Kuch Kuch Hota Hai, that was a, that was a classic movie that like my friend always had playing in his basement. There's a movie called Dilse. I think it's one of the best soundtracks of all time, especially in, in Bollywood, it, in like 90s Bollywood. So the movie is like, it's pretty, it's an interesting movie. I don't know if it's my favorite movie, but the soundtrack is, is really good. Yeah, those are the first two that come to mind. Definitely, Kuch Kuch Hote is like a, is a classic. So if you're trying to like watch a Bollywood film, that's a that's a good one to start with. Yeah, I watched one Bollywood film. I don't remember the name, but I really loved it because I know in the movie they end up together, and also in real life because they end up together. Oh. I've never watched a Bollywood film, but I really do want to watch one with my dad someday. Yeah, fair warning, like. Some of them are really long. There's actually like intermissions built into almost every film. Yeah, he told me that it's somewhere like um, three hours. Three, three and a half hours. Yeah. So, so, so definitely. That made me just a little bit yeah. uh, not wanting to watch them, but <laughs> um, I'm yeah. gonna try. You can also watch like the songs too. True. Which instruments do you incorporate in your music the most? Okay, sampling, drums. I think definitely. Uh, Indian percussion, like Pakistani percussion, all the stuff from those movies, there's like a lot of interesting instruments and rhythms. So I'm always looking to kind of, you know, layer my, my drums with some cool sample percussion. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, like I, there's like 60s, 70s Bollywood stuff. There's always good bass lines. I mean, I'm always looking for a good bass line. Do you like incorporating non-traditional sounds in your music? Yeah, what do you mean by non-traditional? Like, like water drops, like oh, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I, um, yeah, ambience, textures, um, weird sounds. Yeah, anything that I hear that's kind of like weird and like psychedelic, like there's definitely a lot of that psychedelic influence in some of the 60s, 70s Bollywood stuff. So, yeah, looking for all that stuff. Anything weird, I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah, because I, I know, sometimes weird sounds are just like so interesting to me. Even I also tried making my own song. It was it was okay. Yeah. What kind of sounds did you use? Um, like drums, electric guitars, screamo vocals. Cool. Um, so for your l your last record, what was it? What was the process of putting the whole album together like? Hmm. Uh, for my last record, so. Yeah, I guess like the the roots of it started from like probably a trip to India where I got some actual records and went vinyl shopping. So I think like some some of the stuff from that last record was from from that. But then I think a lot of it was um, I found a lot of like I had I didn't really know about Lollywood. So everyone knows about Bollywood, but but Lollywood is like the music industry of Lahore, which is in present day Pakistan. Um, and that's where like my my grandparents are from from present-day Pakistan from Lahore So it was really interesting for me to like I think I was just like on the internet one day and and Found some Lollywood music and I was like whoa. This is like this is super dope sounds kind of like some of the Bollywood stuff, but also kind of different but Really good. And so I kind of just dove into like a YouTube kind of I don't know just like searching every corner of YouTube basically for what I could find and yeah, I was I basically spent like probably like six months just going through stuff and like listening to hundreds of hundreds of songs. Wow. Um, what was like the most interesting song to put together? Hmm. Okay. Uh, from that one, probably Durga doesn't approve. 
the one that the battle song you're, you're mentioning um it's the longest one i think it's the longest track i've ever put out and yeah it just like it just kind of like happened i was like i don't know just finding different parts and just getting inspired kind of like creating a world for myself while i was just like sitting there yeah i liked i liked the vocals i liked the bass on that and I guess I guess yeah. I, I, when I I don't think too much about. It. I think that one I made probably in like a couple hours. At least the original idea and just like, yeah, came through. I really like the visuals of that one. It was really interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting visual. I don't. I I was like looking for something spe- specific, and actually that is, like a Bollywood or some like Indian movie, live version of Durga, which in Durga is an Indian goddess, and so, yeah, that was like a kind of a political one when I when I was. And I was making it, but yeah, cool, cool stuff. Yeah, I remember I was having a lot of questions about it because of all the political stuff that was surrounded in the video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's like your favorite samples, and like if you remember where they're from? Yeah, like what are your favorite ones? Hmm, th- not that I've made. Um, like stuff that I like to listen to. I guess you could say stuff that you like to listen to. Okay. Um, <coughs> probably my favorite sample of all time is is um, this track by Fortet. Um, the track's called Unspoken. It's from his album Rounds. I think it was like in I don't know when it came out, like 2000 or something like that. But it's like a nine-minute track, um, and the main sample is like some Joni Mitchell sample that he found. And actually, the interesting thing is like the the record that got put out and that's like pressed to vinyl is actually not that sample there's like a version floating on on soundcloud or youtube with that one on there but yeah it's a beautiful song it's like nine minutes long it's hypnotizing (laughs) so for your upcoming shows slash projects is there anything in the works that we should look out for yeah actually there is um my new project i've been working on for the last like year and a half (laughs) is uh it's called history um, and it's coming out sometime in June. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting one. Like I, I met this guy when I was in India two years ago. His name's Nishant. Super cool guy. He was. He was. Um, yeah, basically, he ended up living like right next to my my grandma. And I went over to his house, and he's a record collector. And he basically has like he's like his. That's his thing. He basically like, collects records and and goes to different parts of India and, and finds like the coolest, weirdest records and so I went to his house bought a bunch of records from him and and for the last like year and a half my parents whenever they go they they bring back some records um he we talk and he sends some stuff through them and he's got like stuff from all over India like different corners different languages so yeah the variety of stuff that he he hooked me up with kind of inspired the the upcoming record um yeah and then I think I have a couple shows coming up uh, this month and next month too. Are you excited for those shows? Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to level up my my live set game. So yeah, we'll see what's going on later today. But I'm excited. I'm excited to to keep messing around and and trying new things and experimenting and uh, yeah, making it fun for myself too. I think that was one thing when I first was doing live shows that I just kind of felt like I was pressing buttons. Now I'm kind of like enjoying it the process so yeah i'm excited lastly here at yolo kelly we love our snacks so what's your favorite snack damn favorite snack okay um well my favorite snack is probably like this indian street food it's called bail puri um it's really good it's it's yeah that's my favorite snack it's basically like a bunch of like crunchy stuff a couple chutneys, like some fresh tomatoes, uh, some potato, some onions. I don't know if that qualifies as a snack, but it's it's yeah, that's probably my favorite like little bite to have. But other than that, like I like popcorn. Like yeah, that's a simple snack. Popcorn. I also like popcorn. Yeah. I what just hate the way it smells in the microwave. <laughs> oh, I do stovetop popcorn. So. Uh, Ooh. Okay. What about you guys? What's your favorite snack? Um. Um. I like this. Korean street food. Um, it's called taboki. Mm. Like it's it's good. Mm. It's like rice cake, mm. and sometimes they like put fish on it, mm. and it's like very good. 
Oh yeah, speaking of that, I also like takoyaki. It's like a Japanese street food. It's like f- fried octopus. Yeah, what about you? Um, I don't really have a favorite snack, honestly. I kind of just like everything. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thank you for being on our show today. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to mention in front of the camera? Uh, nah, thank you guys. It's been cool. This is my first official interview, so thank you. Uh, history coming out sometime in June. The date's not set yet, but keep your eyes and ears open. Well, we're glad that we're your first interview. And we are Sonic Vibes, and this is, has been La Mesita with Lapkin. Remember, you have been listening to WLPNOP, Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio Chicago, broadcasting from the final exhibition here at Yola Cali in Little Village. But don't go anywhere. Up next, a performance by Lapkin.
कम Conclusion of our program. Brought to you by the fine folks at. Oh, not you again. No! Hey, yo, who let her back in? <laughs> and that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed whatever it is you just heard heartwarming interviews, tear jerking stories, magnificent music, and the sound of our voices. Because God knows that this is the best content on the airwaves. Don't forget to follow YOLO on all their social medias at YOLO Kali. And you can find all our audio content on SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Apple Podcasts. We bougie like that. Well, that's it. Bye. See you next Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. for another episode of What's Up? What's Up? What's up?